0: Hi there, it's Serena. How do you feel? Welcome to How Do You Feel About Podcast. Let's share feelings.
1: Hello. Hey. Hello. Hello, how are you? I'm okay, thank you. I'm uh, <laughs> sitting in a warm room and uh, that's all I need right now. <laughs> Great. Hi everyone. Today I'm
0: here with my ex-roommate Boris. She's from Hungary, but we used to live together and have a fancy porridge in Ljubljana during our academic exchange program. And
1: uh, how are you doing? I mean, well, where are you now? Um, right now I'm in Amsterdam. I just moved back to the Netherlands. Um, yeah, I, I'm uh, staying with one of my friends, so it's a uh, It's kind of fun, but yeah, at the same time, we know what um, everything is going on with COVID. So Mm -hmm. uh, the first thing is to stay safe. Um, And yeah, by the way, thank you for having me. I I really love the podcast. I I love to be here. So thank you for inviting me. (laughs) Great. So you're in the Netherlands, my big dream. And
0: uh, (laughs) as I talked to our listeners, it was porridge, which made us start talking about climate change. And uh, I still remember us talking about sustainable meals and lifestyle. And uh, our listeners should know you are very knowledgeable and passionate about making the world a more sustainable place. So what would you answer to people not believing in climate change? Does
1: it exist or not? Uh, Well, first of all, thank you. (laughs) Thank you for the compliment. I I would really (laughs) want to believe that. Um, But yeah, when when it comes to climate change existing or not, I always think of this interview uh, Greta Thunberg had in America with one of these... um, show hosts, and uh, the guy asked him, so what's the main difference between Swedish and American people, you know, how they are uh, tackling climate change? And she just said, well, you know, in Sweden, we're trying to figure out how to resolve climate change, while in America, people are arguing whether or not it it even exists. Um, So yeah, that's, that. I think that really says something. Uh, there There is so much data provided about all sorts of changes in our environment, like pollution and deforestation. And yeah, also in the media, you can hear about the extreme weather changes like floods, forest fires, temperature records, all sorts of, yeah, very scary (laughs) records, unfortunately. Um, So yeah, I think people who don't believe in climate change probably live under a rock, but... I think even that's an exaggeration because if you live under a rock, then you still should know. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's, there is no excuse, I think. I agree. And how do
0: you feel and think about it?
1: Um, mixed feelings, I would say. Uh, it depends on the day. I, sometimes I'm sad or, or angry um, I often, most often, I I feel hopeless, but there are also hopeful moments. So um, I try to keep uh, keep positive attitude most of the time, but it it gets difficult. Um, but yeah, there is this this movie, um, "A Life on Our Planet." Have you actually seen it?
0: Yeah,
1: it's I love it. It's so David good. David uh, my...
0: Attenborough.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah, he's he. Uh, honestly, everything I've seen from him so far was just amazing. But yeah, I I think my favorites are actually. Um, this one and, and maybe One Planet and Blue Planet. But um, yeah, when, I, when I'm when i watching all these documentaries, I'm just always feeling so blessed. Like living on Earth, honestly, is just a privilege. Just yeah. looking around and listening and realizing how our environment is giving us everything that we need. And that's why we can be here. Um, and that's also something that they're pointing out in the movie, actually, that's it's not like nature needs us it's people who need nature um, sure. and i think this is uh, like a switch in in people's mindset that is really necessary now especially in the 21st century because it's so many of us if if you think about like 8 billion people that's that's extreme compared to 100 years ago and 200 years ago um but yeah it, uh, then of course comes the discussion like Whose responsibility is it uh, dealing with ca- climate change? Is it is it com- governments or, yeah. or companies? Is it for like individual selves? Um, but I think if the education system, at least I'm speaking for Hungary, um, if we would more focus on sustainability, that would already make a big difference. Because um, many times I noticed that people just simply don't understand the impacts of their own actions or yeah, any kind of alternative choices they are not aware of, um, in terms of buying or eating or yeah, whatever. And the problem is that we are defined by habits, but people are also defining our habits from the outside. So it's kind of a circle, you know, like you influence others and others influence yeah, you. In and, yeah, exactly. So, um, I think we need more awareness mostly, um, And and actions, because we talk about it, I think, a lot. Also, we're talking about it right now, but we just need to start doing things instead of only talking. Um, But yeah, I I also have a lot of personal problems with this, by the way. Um, One of the dilemmas, I think, that may may be my main dilemma is my diet, Um, because I'm vegetarian. But I'm always thinking, okay, I could take it a step further and I could go vegan. But yeah. what will be my impact? To? Will it go against my, you know, eating regional seasonal foods? Um, also, some people have a medical condition and they can't do it. Um, and also, to be honest, <laughs> I'm always a little bit skeptical. For example, uh, you know, the deal with avocados. Like we started eating so many avocados yes. in the past decade that it's actually causing deforestation. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so there are some some cases where there is just no clear answer on any, um, yeah, there, there is just no measurable answer on your impact and, and what's actually a good decision because it's so complex and there is so many things to take into account. And there's a lot of different opinions, very, very different opinions in the media. Um, and it's not always based on evidence. So uh, everyday people like you and me, we're often struggling with this. And I think it's, it's, it's causing a lot of stress as well, uh, at least for me. Um, cause yeah, you need to find information that's correct and, and yeah, just make sure that what you, whatever you're reading is impacting you, that, that it's based on, on reality, you know? Yeah. Um, but that's, that's actually something uh, it's good that we're talking about it because I want to really recommend whoever is listening. Uh, there is this New York times article called, let me check, uh, think you're making good climate choices take this mini quiz. <laughs> I love the title. Um, but it really puts uh, things in perspective. Um, if, you have, if you have time, do it. Um, and also, I, if, um, on the same note, I, I think if uh, people were calculating their actual environmental footprint, yeah. um, that would also make quite a big difference. Because even for me, I, when I saw my own footprint and what it was composed of, um, but I wasn't really shocked, but I definitely felt like I needed to change some of my habits and just make better decisions in general. Um, but yeah, sometimes it's really difficult because you're in kind of in between, okay, I, I, can I be good for the environment and, and is this good for me on a personal level, like in my, in my physical and mental health? Sure. Um, it's, it's a struggle. I think, uh. You can relate you you have kind of also a fight like an internal fight when it comes to fashion right
0: yeah when it comes to fashion to diet Well actually about avocado i could say that i'm like uh experience change because in sicily they are start people are starting um planting and uh, growing and yeah. selling like sicilian avocados yeah but still this is because we are in a <clears throat> you know Sicily, so hot weather, but um, yeah. <laughs> in general, I mean, avocado came from like an autist country. Yeah. And uh, it's causing deforestation and also water issue, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, it's, definitely. It's a mess, and uh, yeah, I struggle with fashion and diet sometimes. So, but uh, I also once I read a course of sustainable development uh, in Ljubljana uh, from a sociologist Campbell. That uh, the activity of consuming can be considered as a vital and necessary path of self discovery. Consumption yeah. as a phenomenon for understanding social and cultural change. I mean, it's not that we buy our identity through what we purchase, but uh, that we discover what we are, like by exposing ourselves to a wide range of products and services. Yeah. So I believe that a little week, uh, weekly consumption beside food is also good for your mental health. And I know some objects are useful, and some are simply beautiful to hold, and that's it. But you give the meaning. And when it comes to fashion, I usually hop for secondhand shops if possible. But um, because also it's part of my nature, I like changing and see myself in different styles. So create new version
1: of myself. Yeah,
0: yeah, because it's really um,
1: self expressive. It's that's yeah, kind it's of what it, yeah. it
0: makes you you. It's self expressing, not because you physical appearance matter more than. You know uh knowledge or intelligence is not this is because it's important i mean we are uh, human and we appear physically so it yeah. defines you you, yeah, you said
1: part of our identity yeah
0: you said mm, perfectly well and um it's art. Sometimes from and sometimes from upside can look like hypocritic, but I know that I really had an inner dialogue with myself before, like yeah. making a choice. And usually, I try to make the most balanced decision ever. But sometimes, as you said, I choose the environment, sometimes I choose myself. Plus, yeah. I also realized that who are we to judge people's choices in the yeah. sense that probably the unsustainable choice that uh, they have made and we, 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 we see is their exception. Or they haven't compromised to make the most of life and uh, do not be too paranoid yeah. because they don't want uh, be um, ans- they don't want to live like an anxious life. You know, it's also a matter of anxiety. Yeah. So I understand that this anxiety part, and uh, even I believe that when it comes to climate change, we human beings should start thinking the same way, since it's a common interest, yeah. a human interest, and um, yeah, we do have to change something. If we want to survive as a species, I think, but um, yeah, it's very hard. I, and I, but I think that starting with a minimalist mindset should be a good compromise. Actually, I suggest our listeners
1: watching The Minimalist on Netflix. Yeah, very very interesting. Did, did I, you did you, I, you watch it? I actually have seen it. Yeah, I've, I, I've seen it recently. It was. Uh... It's it's uh, really crazy how people um, change so radically because of some events or something yeah. happens to them, and that makes them totally reevaluate everything in their own lives and rethink. Okay, what's actually important and what isn't. So yeah, I actually I really like that. Uh, I, I really like the documentary. Um, I, I,
0: it was so inspiring because yeah. I mean they realized that, well, owning things wasn't enough. Yeah. And the stuff basically just stuff, and it wasn't enough, and it was um, very sparring. Yeah, and uh, um, yeah, I don't know if I could reach that level, but it's uh, very, very sparring. It's, it's uh, about the
1: intentions, I think, most uh, foremost, it's about the intentions.
0: Yeah, and um, but it, when it comes to climate change, I think that science, innovation, and also like new education are like the solution or like a starting point since you know we have to to live we are supposed to be in this planet to enjoy life and maybe it is a matter of shifting what is enjoyable and sustainable at the same time and what you said about nature it's it's reminding me indigenous people they really think and um, live um, thinking that they are um, guests basically and nature uh, um, has a rights yeah, like uh, rivers, lakes should have rights. Yeah, you know, like as human beings, because, and this is amazing. Like uh, that, th- the planet is home, not like the walls,
1: but of your house, but the planet itself. Yeah, but this if, is amazing. If you think about it, even in terms of religion the yeah. the first the first uh, kind of gods that people people uh, perceived were the gods of nature like the the god of of weather you know and and of the forest and that yeah. that, that I think that really shows where we came from <laughs> and how far we have come it's really
0: interesting and um, but sometimes I think that people fear change of course yeah yeah everyone does and um, honestly before I was also a bit more anxious but now if I heard about a new habit or a new tip to be more sustainable and it can beneficial for the environment I try to change I mean I'm hoping to change yeah. but I try also to understand how it feels and what are my limits and also in conversation, because sometimes it's too, it's too much. And I say, like, just this is my boundary. Stop talking about this. I yeah. need this. Yeah. Because I grow up like this. So it's not hard. It's not, it's, it's not easy, sorry, to change. But um, I think that I try to balance the choice, not renouncing forever at meat, for example. Because yeah. also sometimes the tote, to have a label and say, I'm vegan make me uh, feel the pressure that yeah. I have to respect to be vegan because if not I'm hypocritic so yeah. in a sense I say like I'm not vegan probably I cannot be vegan but I will try I will put intention to make different uh, choices or yeah. to try or to have a balance or to reduce meat but sometimes label puts a bit of pressure on you yeah. I think yeah and i uh, once I read uh, we do not need to 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 need to few perfect vegans but more imperfect ones and uh I agree with this I don't know this uh um, sentence uh make me feel hope, but I would like that also other people share this and um but anyway when uh, when did you feel to start a more
1: sustainable life? What happened in your life well first of all, I'm not even sure how sustainably I live. Um, cause yeah, it's, it has so many components like travel and diet and just yeah. like, consumption in general. It's, these things all come together and they determine your, your impact. Um, but yeah, my mom, I think she's always been a role model to me. And, uh, She's always been ahead of society, though. Like, well, she has been I, vegetarian I, I,
0: for so sorry. long. I knew your mom, and uh, she was a model for yeah. me also in a few
1: days. So yeah.
0: That's, that's... just looking at your plants at home, it was for me, like, yeah. shocking. Like, first
1: reaction, shock. <laughs> like, she, uh, ama- amazing. She's, yeah, she's really inspiring. I think, yeah, most of the people actually who met my mom, uh, people my age, my friends who came over, they... They're always like, "Oh wow, your your mom is not like uh, it's she's 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 so aware," and and yeah, when you when you said that uh, the plants in the house, yeah, we ha- I think we have like a hundred and thirty <laughs> pots of plants uh, in our house, and uh, yeah, we're all obsessed I think with plants because they just make everything much better inside and outside. We just need more greenery, I think. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I I think my mom. She's really someone who I've been, well, of course (laughs) she raised me, but, uh, yeah, since I can remember, uh, we were, we've been recycling and composting at home and, um, she was always telling us, okay, we don't need this. So let's not buy it as simple as that. This was actually a mindset. I think I still have, or I want to at least think that I have it, um, but yeah, we also we don't have a dryer at home. For example, we just always were hanging our clothes on the racket. Uh, is it called the racket? I'm not even yeah, sure. Yeah. I think it is. <laughs> <yes>. um, but or <laughs> yeah. the hanger.
0: Oh, the hanger. I don't know.
1: Yeah, the hanger, maybe. <laughs> um, but yeah, she she just, I think she gave us this really good mindset that, for example, with like water and electricity and stuff, she never said because it's cheap. We can we can just make use of it to the fullest. She always said, okay, uh, be, be careful. Like, mind your consumption, even though it's, if it's cheap. Um, and yeah. that's actually that's something funny that uh, just came up in my mind my parents my mom and my dad actually often fight about this because uh, my dad always likes to have the house warm so he would like to turn up the heating uh higher like 21 degrees and my mom is always like 18 19 would be her preference so okay. actually they can never come to an agreement um but yeah, for example, something that we did that wasn't sustainable since I uh, since I can remember is we were always really keen on traveling, which is definitely not a, you know, pro-environment decision. Um, but yeah, we had this thing, like, we just need to see places and, and meet people and, you know, see other cultures firsthand. And yeah, that's just, I think, for us as a family, and maybe it also comes that, yeah, we are really privileged, but this was a priority, and um, yeah, that's um, also influenced me to become more sustainable. I think because um, at quite a young age already, I was very privileged. I, I, you know, I I went to school. I always had whatever I needed, even more than what I needed, and that's something that many people, many other people, don't have, and 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 I'm I'm really aware of this. So, um, yeah, just the fact that I could do so many things all my life that other people couldn't made me realize, okay, I need to stand up for people who don't have their voices heard. Um, And that may be the environment, that may be um, people in society who are, yeah, who are uh, disadvantaged. So, um, yeah, I think that's actually one of the reasons. But also, uh, we just talked about uh, David Attenborough before and... I'm watching those series, those documentaries. They really had a big impact on me. Um, I think I was maybe 16 the first time I saw um, one of the documentaries. I think it was um, cool. Maybe Blue Planets. And I I was always sensitive to this topic because I just love nature. Um, I I really love plants, as I said before. I love animals and you know the circle of life. <laughs> um but yeah when i was a kid i i wanted to be a conservationist i think it's how it's called i even i had in at home in my room i had the walls painted like a field like the bottom half was green and then the top was blue and then i even had like a sun on on my ceiling um yeah but yeah I, i i think i had i always had some sort of a drive in me because of my family And because of my privilege that I need to do something for people. Um, And then I had this period when I was like, yeah, I I need to spread awareness. (laughs) Because I thought I was like, really educated topic. Um, And I was like, yeah, I just want to work for National Geographic. And I want to be a photographer (laughs) and write articles and travel and blog. And yeah, that was really my
0: dream. (laughs) So I I was thinking that... Uh, well, probably so. It's a matter of education. Yeah. Or what is a If it's a matter of time, sometimes people do not have time yeah. to focus on being su- su- be so sustainable sometimes requires time. Yeah. And I money, think. I think. And diet as well. Diet, diet. Yeah. And money. Above all, when it comes to diet. I just bought a book and um, because I want just to try alternatives. I, I'm hoping to new testers and whatever. So, and it's nice, but it, it's quite expensive. Sometimes, yeah. you, I mean, not everyone can afford it. And, um... and sometimes
1: there is just no option, to be honest. For example, now that I came back to the Netherlands, it's so easy. You can just buy vegan meat. I know vegan meat is something people are always like, what the heck is vegan meat? But either way, like you can buy really good meat alternatives here in the Netherlands. At home in Hungary, I think we have maybe... or 5% of what uh, products are available here. Because it's just, first of all, it's not very common. Second of all, um, when it's a product that is rare, you have to pay more for it, of course. And uh, people in Hungary are just not in the financial position that uh, many people in Hungary, that that they can just uh, afford to buy these alternatives. And I think I understand that in the long term, uh, many times it's actually more affordable for example to be vegan but that doesn't mean it starts out like that yeah because it's also about the economy so um so it's yeah. a
0: mix of things it's about time it's about yeah. money it's about education sometimes people do not know they grow up in a certain way but if you yeah. don't receive any information probably from your environment no? from the outside and you start to think differently i mean I'm I'm ashamed to say this but I was the one who threw like the cigarettes in the ground. Yeah. I was the one. And uh and this of course doesn't make me feel proud of myself but I was the one. And uh because I don't know, I grew up in a society where people usually were used to do this. So I saw this and I was smoking. I've been smoking for several years and just throw it in the ground. So Lack of education, ignorance, and um, also lack of civilization, maybe.
1: But uh, sometimes whatever. it's also laziness, I think. Laziness to be honest, that, sometimes. Oh my God, yeah. I had this. You know, um, yeah, I, I remember you telling me that you also sometimes had these arguments with uh, people that you knew who were making bad choices and you were trying to like explain them and argue why they shouldn't do it. But yeah. for example, I have this thing. I Okay, this is a pet peeve of mine, I think. I really hate it when people leave the the electricity plugged in for example yeah. the charger for the phone when they leave it plugged in but it's actually not charging like the phone is already you know pulled out of it because it's yeah. such a small thing you can just plug it out it's not it doesn't it takes one second and i had with many of my friends i had i get angry and i i'm like please just why don't you remove it yeah. and i'm genuinely curious like why don't you and they just don't <laughs> yeah they they just don't care they, either they don't realize and they're like oh actually you're right but it's just yeah, sometimes it's just being lazy. I think. Yeah,
0: it's being lazy. <laughs> and um and sometimes you are perceived as a heavy person for sure. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Like,
1: please, that's let's not ruin the day. And I actually I understand. I I think a lot of us are taking this more seriously than others. And that's that's I think another point of frustration because you want to be understood and the other person is just not taking you seriously, or they are telling you okay, you need to step back. Like, why are yeah. you so, uh, you know, yeah, angry? A kind of <laughs> gaslighting, basically. Yeah. Yeah. They start
0: to make you feel doubt about yourself because you are too heavy or maybe you yeah. are, um, yeah, you are bringing things up or something yeah. like that. And um, it's quite hard as well. And uh, you mentioned National Geographic and I dream with Jail all the time. I could read those articles and look at those photos handlessly. And uh, yeah, they make me feel so speechless when it comes to the world's beauty. Plus, in their articles, they always stress how essential traveling is, and but basically on scientific data, since it is a matter of evolution and we are nomadic, and so traveling is essential to mental health, and movement is inevitable. And actually, I'm I confirm this because during this pandemic, uh, I feel that how important is mobility. Yeah. So and also traveling, honestly. So again, what is the best compromise about traveling? And uh, okay, you can use train, but sometimes it's not possible, and uh, yeah. it's uh, yeah. Sometimes it's not even the cheapest decision. So it's so hard. It's so yeah. hard. And yeah, it... sometimes
1: sometimes I feel like there just no matter what you do, you can't make the right decision. You know? Yeah.
0: Sometimes uh, I think what like okay, but my efforts are useful will make the difference because if not i will enjoy life in a different way but on the other hand i'm some habits become like part of me now it's not like um, uh, i feel the pressure sometimes i uh, i change i simply change and yeah. uh, i feel like having more respect towards nature it's like yeah. not um, that i have to put too much attention you know what i mean
1: yeah, sometimes it's a burden and sometimes it's yeah. more like yeah. it feels
0: n- natural, normal. Yeah, sometimes it feels natural because you change a bit and sometimes it's a bit a burden because you overthink and you try to make a decision. It's an inner dialogue, as I told you. So yeah. it's um, like this. I agree. Uh, but uh, in general, do you have any tips for us to make our life more sustainable? <laughs>
1: Oh man, yeah. Um yeah. So we just discussed how complex it is. So now I'm like, <laughs> actually do I have any good tips? I, I have tips, but are they good? I don't know. Um you you have to uh you have to decide for yourself, but um yeah, I th- I mentioned before that I really encourage people in general to take a test on their footprint, on their environmental footprint because then you can really see what the- what is there to improve. Um also, the reduce, reuse, recycle, you know, the holy trinity of uh, sustainability, I would say. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's something to always keep in mind. Um, but I think in general, just pay attention to small things, that, small changes that you can implement and try to stick to them. Because once it's a habit, that's the thing. Like, it, you have to develop habits that are... um that are sustainable. I know this is <laughs> a lot of sustainability here, but sustainable <laughs> habits only remain if you make them sustainable for you, if they, ma- if you make them work for you. And it doesn't matter if it's about buying less or buying smarter or, you know, reducing your waste yeah. or just, you know, taking your bike and, and, and uh, public transportation to work instead of the car. Um, it differs for everyone. And I'm sure that's <laughs> whoever is listening already knows or at least has a few ideas um, without taking the test on, on what they can do better um, but that's the thing so we, we all know that we can make better decisions but the question is I think in my opinion is can you implement them in your personal day-to-day life in a sustainable way um, so I think once you set your mind to it and you take it slow and steady um, it should it should eventually make a difference. Even if you don't see it, that's the other thing. Sometimes it's just not visible. It's not something, you know, just because you stop eating meat, you the, the air pollution outside uh, your house is not going to get better the next day, for example. You know, yeah, if, you, if there is no... You know... <clears throat> sorry, go on.
0: Yeah, you know what? Oh, sorry. Just maybe if, when it comes to plastic, I can feel that I'm doing the difference because yeah. I stopped using like... Plastic glass, we, use, we are used to use a lot here in, yeah. I don't know, in Sicily or also in my family. So, I stopped using the, them. Or, for example, in shampoo or, I don't know, like, um, for, like, getting a shower, I use, like, solid soap. Yeah. everything solid. Yeah. So, if I, if I start count how, how much plastic I avoided, I could say that I make the difference, yeah. probably. Yeah,
1: I think packaging... Probably is one of the the, yeah, the, most, the most visible: Yeah, most visible changes you can implement, yeah, definitely. And also packaging is actually a really good start because it already helps you think better about your own consumption. i I, I remember uh, when I really got into uh, sustainability and uh, especially in regards to uh, zero waste, I think the first first thing they recommend people doing is look inside your trash and see what's there. Because um, that's how you will know where where all that trash comes from and, and uh, where you can cut it down. So, um, yeah, I agree. Actually, packaging is probably a visible change. But for example, as I said, with uh, being vegan or vegetarian, you, you're not really going to notice any visible change. So it, I think it's good to keep in mind that... Y- your you have impact. It's the same maybe as voting. People are like, oh it's just one vote. Like why do why does my vote matter? It's just one of me. But it does. It it adds up. It's it's the you know at the drops of the ocean in a way. Um yeah. and also I would say that on a personal level it's not always that um Things will always have to be the same, or you will constantly have to progress. It's not like it's a linear thing, um, and and it's okay if sometimes you're you're not making the right choice. That's fine. You just don't don't pressure yourself too much into it. Just just try. I, I really want just to encourage people to try. Um, and something else maybe is that um, understand, like try to try to really understand that whenever you are spending your money you're making a choice and yes. um, this is about conscious consumption which is something also that I I talked about with my mom many many times but yeah it really depends on your financial background and how yeah how much flexibility you have with your decisions but whenever you are giving your money away basically you're voting for the product that you're buying and the company that is producing it because you're their consumer. So you basically you support them, you keep them in business. Of course um, so, you influence exactly. So um yeah the problem is that many companies are not really meeting the social and, and environmental standards when uh, they are producing things. And um yeah and also greenwashing is another thing. Green yeah. Um but yeah if if you have if you have more choices then just consider the impact of each of your choices and and see okay what brands or what companies is that you can trust and of course it's so hard to trust because yeah partially because of greenwashing but also because there's not a lot of transparency um with with many uh production processes and and also the financials of it so it's i know it's very difficult but remember that even though you can't always make a perfect choice, you can at least have a better choice. Yeah. Um, and also po- talk to people around you. Uh, that's I think that's very important. And yeah, that's also why I really want to thank you again for having me because it's, it's a good chance and I think a good um, maybe encouragement for others as well to just talk about it. It's okay. You can talk about your struggles, about your experiences, but you know, set an example. Yeah, it's true. And um, I was thinking, what do you
0: think if maybe um, as individuals uh, we feel too much pressure and maybe also companies and governments should deal with this? Because probably it's, we cannot change things
1: yeah. alone. What do you think? Or we as consumers can influence? There is this, for example, boycotting brands and boycotting products. I remember very specifically in Yopiana. Do you remember? We were uh, looking through it together, but I, I had to write this paper on palm oil. Um, yeah. And yeah, at the end, it's so hard to come to a conclusion because um, I think we can make a difference, but sometimes the difference that we're making is not for the better, um when it comes to palm oil I'm still I don't know the right answer I just don't have the answer but yeah. um people generally boycott palm oil because of the negative effects on the um on the environment health environment yeah. and the health as well But the problem is that other oils other alternatives for for the same purpose as uh, palm oil they are even Worse in a way, they need more water the The, the production process is more energy consuming, yeah. so uh, they are also not yielding as much, so you need more space to um, produce the same amount of oil so it's really i i'm not sure if there is sometimes a right answer, but one thing for sure yeah. is that the, the consumers can change the markets because we are the driver of the markets.
0: Of course. Uh, regarding palm oil, I read a lot. And uh, if you simply go to the website, WWF website, WWF website, sorry, <laughs> I was talking, <laughs> speaking English in Italian. And uh, basically, um, they um, um, they just uh, um, um, support not boycotting palm oil because it could be yeah. worse. Yeah. If you start using other oils also for yeah. the environment and change like um, sub- suddenly the market, and um yeah, they just encourage enterprise uh to be more uh sustainable in the production of yeah. palm oil so yeah and with also, the internet,
1: I was sorry, like, go on.
0: <laughs> so many years, so many years boycotting palm oil, and now, yeah no i don't know and also
1: the thing is uh, now with with the internet because you said okay go to the website of www that the thing is that um we have a lot more scandals uh going viral um and i think people are getting more and more cynical and and maybe even skeptical um which is not always good sometimes you just have to yeah i think i'm just repeating myself but uh Sometimes you just have to find the better choice, not the perfect choice.
0: Yeah. But I agree with better choices. Um, And uh, I agree with taking care of yourself to something. um, I think that something seems changing somehow, at least at societal level, like in society. So when it comes to awareness and uh i'm thinking about the new strikes for climate change so new generation and uh all, also because i think that we have great impact like we young people because i feel consider we are young and uh but uh, <laughs> and yeah so because i don't know that it's very hard to change like elderly people mindset and um but we will influence yeah. even more i think Like, uh, so new young generation. And uh, do you see any hope when it comes, sorry, uh, to new young generations' commitment fighting climate
1: change? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, Yeah, because also we talk about climate change more than ever. um, And that already, I think, really impacts people's mindsets, especially young people's mindsets, (laughs) including you and me, I guess, again. (laughs) um, I'm not sure if we are. (laughs) Yeah, I, I, hmm. yeah, I think internet really made a big impact, um, on us, you and me and, and just, yeah, people of this generation, because it allows you to get informed on these topics, like, uh, climate change but even more specifically um yeah maybe your local impacts or local organizations and it just gives you an opportunity to stand up for a cause that you believe in and also let's be honest it is mostly about our future and not the elderly's future when it comes to climate yeah, change so yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not trying to be offensive sure. and also i'm i'm not meaning to say no, that they're not affected or that they shouldn't care because of it, but it's just that everyone's it's everyone's responsibility uh to make good decisions or you know in their own context, but the consequences yeah. of the decisions that are made will def one hundred percent definitely be borne by us more than by by the elderly um and I think that's also yeah. the main cause of Climate anxiety, which we already talked about um, quite a lot before.
0: Yeah, also I think, but I really think that we need, like, first of all, new education. Like, since early stage of childhood, like in the school, I don't know, like make young people and kid children aware of, um, uh, I don't know, the yeah. importance of nature, like uh, through gardening, I don't know, urban gardening yeah. or something. And uh, and above all, like, what is climate change? Because when you say climate change, just the word, but sometimes people really do not know that climate change includes so many things, like droughts, deforestation, and rise of temperature, and rise of sea level,
1: and whatever. Actually, this reminded me of um, something. Um, When I was in the States, I was in... I was in the United States uh, for half a year when I was in high school and we had an environmental science class um, where we actually went outside to nature, not kind of, not really a field trip. We just went to the backyard of the school and we took a sample from the soil to see the different levels of the soil um, for ourselves. So it's not, it wouldn't be a picture in the book, but just in real life. And We had to dig, you know, like we had to work for that, that sample and just being, okay, maybe I'm also like romanticizing um, people who live closer to nature. But I think just the fact that you're touching grass and touching soil and putting your hands in there and making them dirty, that already makes you feel like, okay, this is where I belong. You know, this is my home. (laughs) Like this keeps me alive. Um, and that's also why I, I thought actually I th- during my um, high school years, like I would really want to take a gap year. I know this sounds so weird, but I was thinking that I just really want to take a gap year and, you know, go plant trees for a year or whatever. Just just go into nature and, and just really get close to Mother Earth. <laughs>
0: yeah actually, I changed first my perspective like in two thousand and eighteen when I was in Hungary volunteering uh for a project yeah. urban garden project Hagrigo. and uh there for the first time, I started like pouring my hands in the into the soil and it was amazing and also besides beside like being a project assistant, I was also like building yeah. the urban garden yeah so it was amazing. And I changed there also because of my mentor and also the agency where I work. They were yeah. a very sustainable person. And uh, so they, it was the experience and then knowledge and education. And I changed. But sometimes people need like something that make yeah. them change, you know. A push. And um, yeah, push. And, uh, yeah, sometimes also because of the anxiety, I think that we should ask permission if someone wants to, want or not to talk about this. And, um, yeah, when it comes to, I mean, I'm not an expert. Me neither. In a sense. <laughs> I'm just, I just think I'm not an expert, like environmental expert. But, um, I think that what can I do is just, um, in, uh, according to my knowledge and study, advocate yeah. for it. And, uh, yeah, as, a, as an activist or as, um, yeah. Advocate and uh, but I from what I read, I don't know, I feel um, what makes me feel um, hope is um, I don't know, uh, planting trees. I really believe that something can change if we plant more. And I don't know, I trust the soil and a uh, new reform yeah. in agriculture. I don't know why, but I uh, according to what I saw or watched. Or red, also National Geographic. I really believe that most of the solution is in the soil and uh, yeah. is
1: about trees. And then we still will. I don't know if it will be yeah, enough. I, I but... think we will still have the problem and... with the with the sea and the ocean and, and um, yeah the micro micro pollution and yeah some things I I'm just worried that are irrevol- irreversible. Um, which, which actually makes me really climate anxious. I think is I, I sometimes I feel like we are running out of time, and um, I don't know actually how valid this feeling is and uh, how much it is based on reality. Because sometimes I can't even tell reality and my fears apart. Uh, but I agree with you that we should first of all, yeah, ask for permission to talk to people about things that. Um, that can seriously impact their mental health and climate change is definitely one of those things. Um, and also that you have to have hope. Um, and no matter if you believe in planting trees or if you believe in a zero waste lifestyle or you know, whatever makes you feel like there is a way to resolve this, just hold on to it. <laughs> just grab it and don't let it go because that's what's going to keep us pushing for the next you know 60 years or whatever like our entire lifetime because this is not a this is not a one time battle this is this is lifestyle this is going to go on for a very 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 long time so you have to have um yeah. hope and you have to have some sort of dedication and determination in the long term can i ask you something but are you really
0: word about your future or do you think that well i wish you will live like (laughs) forever but it won't it it won't impact you directly and uh, so you advocate for it and you try to be more sustainable for for real for all future generation because uh, i I don't know if we we are seeing something like the to be honest i think
1: i'm more selfish i feel like it's definitely gonna come in my lifetime i i can I, I live in the Netherlands. I, um, I, it's the yeah. sea level rise is something... me means Sicily. Yeah, exactly. And the weather like, is this really This is hot. something you can already... That's why I'm saying people, even who live under a rock, they should have noticed by now that there is something really, really wrong. <laughs> because we feel it. In the Netherlands, they are literally, you know, building very big dams to protect the sea line, the, the coastline. So it's i i'm yeah. i'm worried for me too i'm i'm worried for the future generations even more but i'm already worried for me enough i think um and of course yeah i i think yeah I, I i with regards to climate anxiety that it's something that you can't just you know of course you can say yeah i don't care too much but sooner or later you will have to care because you will live with the consequences
0: yeah and the um, last question how how are you feeling and thinking about the future and uh, if you can like tell has something what do you think would be like the best solution ever to solve this problem do you have like the perception of solution Mm -hmm.
1: Well, first of all, how I'm feeling about the future, I guess, again, mixed feelings. um, Because I feel like we could do so much better. um, And we really, really need actions to tackle climate change and, you know, transform our society um, and economy into a more sustainable uh, system which doesn't look like it's coming anytime soon. Um, but what you said so often uh, the past uh, 47 minutes is that um, there is hope in education and there is hope in having people um, reflect and learn and um, and grow. Um, so yeah, I, I, I want to believe that the future is... Uh, bright um i don't know how we will get there i really hope that people a lot uh, smarter than me and a lot more dedicated than me will have more power and and I'm, i don't mean power in a way that's um i want every country in the world to have a green party as their government but more that people are actually heard and and can make decisions on the corporate level and on the governmental level um, in the future that will make our lives hopefully last longer. Um, That's what I'm hoping for. I don't have a solution. I wish I did. (laughs) If I had a solution, I think I would uh, have an entire (laughs) podcast about that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, probably, probably allow me to say this. There is no one solution, but a mix of solution. A mix of solutions that involve governments, companies, yeah. and uh, people, like individuals. And what comes in my mind is, I'm curious to know what Hans Rosling would have said about um, regarding climate change and regarding also coronavirus. Like, and I I know that um, you and another of my one of my best friends suggest me factfulness, and yeah. I'm still such reading a, it. Such a great book. And uh, it. Yeah, it's great and uh, it gives me hope. And um, yeah, he said, uh, things are bad, but getting yeah. better. Because um, things can be bad, yeah. but also getting better. They're not like
1: fatty concepts, you know? They can uh, and live I together. And I think this is also something that might ease people's pain about um, climate change, even though some things are irreversible or might get irreversible, things are mostly just temporary. It's not like this is gonna last forever, and we're stuck here. And you know, um, things can be resolved. Most things can be resolved. Um, we just have to get together and and act together.
0: Yeah, and please just yeah. believe scientists yeah. and the experts because I I believe them. <laughs> And uh, I want also to believe that there will be a solution. And uh, from my side, I will spend my life advocating for it, at least, and uh, like make when I can, because I have limits. Of course I have. And um, usually, as I told you, I try to find a compromise in choices. But um, anyway, it was interesting having this talk with you. And um, also because, as you told, you were very privileged in your life. And uh, even though you were and you are, Basically, you are, I think that you are kind of minimalist person, I could say. So, because I know you, I mean, I live with you and in this sense, I know you. And um, yeah, so it's a good example because um, you could buy stuff, but you don't. And um, thanks a lot for sharing with us. And please just keep advocating, knowing your limits as well, because your mental health is important too. And accepting those limits, like don't feel guilty when sometimes you have to give up to something or if like level make you feel like the pressure because
1: um perfection yeah. sometimes is not good i real i realize this thank so you thanks, thanks for having me and thank you for the very kind words i i will keep them in mind and i think this conversation just made me realize how really important it is to talk to friends about this um, and i love that we did this in a podcast format but in general, I, I just I would now I would want to have even more and more discussions with my friends, and yeah, hopefully even with, uh, with my family on how we can get better and, and yeah, just get together. So yeah, thank you so much for having me, because this yeah, is a really good platform, I think, to uh, have people have that community.:
0: It's nice. So you're welcome, and uh, yeah, so we are closing up. And guys, enjoy the feeling. Change your habits if you can. And thanks for listening.
1: Thank you. Bye, Serena.